What's good, everyone? It's Jackie Chow. And this is James DeLacy. And you're listening to This Week in Digital Marketing. All right. Uh, welcome to This Week in Digital Marketing. My name is Jackie Chow. My co-host is James DeLacy. Um, James, no, no guests this week. Uh, what do you think? What's going on with you, man? Man, just been doing all the same stuff online. Um, smashing up, mainly focusing a lot on YouTube still trying to get that mm-hmm. pumping hit the thousand subscribers just need the watch hours and then on my faceless channel i hit the watch hours but don't have the subscribers so <laughs> this is oh, just okay. uh i'm just sm- smashing those two out trying to on the faceless one trying to figure out if my old videos that have copyright against them if that will affect if i apply for monetization so Oh, yeah. The old, oh, yeah, old yeah, video, yeah, the old videos are purely sorry. The old videos are purely say say you it's in the football or soccer niche. It would be like soccer highlights, but soccer highlights taken from maybe a major news channel or whatever it is. So a lot of stuff can get copyrighted, but it's not like a copyright strike. It just mm-hmm. demonetizes, I guess. And so I've pivoted into like voiceover. Um, I guess you could call it like top ten, ten best mini documentaries on certain athletes etc with voiceover with short clips so it doesn't get hit by copyright but i'm wondering if that's going to affect me or not i don't know if i don't know if that's something you've gone through are you doing the voiceovers yourself no hell no i outsource all that okay. shit. um <laughs> i i've done that before I've, i did that with the um uh, with my architecture youtube channel do you remember that yeah. i think i linked it um i can't remember they, they yeah it gets copyright striked all the time um so it's not like it just gets demonetized. It's not that big of a deal, actually. Mm. I think, but but um, does because it goes through manual review, right? When you go put it through to mm-hmm. for monetization, do you think that would cause them to not accept it? No, I don't think so. You just yeah. like stop. Um, you just don't monetize the ones that are like copyright strike that you know that they'll they'll be copyright mm. strike. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, we'll see um, once that reaches a thousand subs. Yeah. What do you What are you doing for YouTube right now? Besides the faceless uh, videos. So for that's just my, my podcast. And then just pumping out more whiteboard style videos, training videos, that kind of stuff. I'm just trying to do more of it because, man, it's just, just more of a volume game right now just to get them, get them out there. So I've got another one going out tomorrow. And I'm going to try to get another one out for Friday and then continue that. I've got, I got um, <clears throat> not for the YouTube channel, but I got a sponsor for the website as well. So oh, they yeah, sponsor... Nice. Yeah, so they sponsor with a, a few banners on certain pages, um, and then like a newsletter ad, basically. And that's pretty much uh, two thousand a month. A month, yeah. Yo, sick! That's easy money. Yeah. That's like guaranteed easy money every yep. month. Consistent. Get, how, how long do you sign get for? my? Uh, it's month to month right now. Okay, so that's something I think right. in the future I'm going to look to maybe do three six months. I'm waiting to hear back from another company to see if mm-hmm. I can land another one. But I created three packages. Damn, I don't know why this camera keeps not focusing. Um, <clears throat> so I did like a gold, a silver, and a bronze package. I got this from um, Matt Matt Rad from uh, eBusiness Institute. <clears throat> I interviewed him a while ago. Mm-hmm. And he just created three simple packages and sent it off. So I did like three. I did like the gold package, and that was like mm-hmm. banners, podcast ad, YouTube ads, uh, newsletter ads, uh, site wide banner on my other site as well, and then mm-hmm. 
Uh, I think there was something else, depending on what it was. And then the silver package was like banners, but less other, less other ads. So like maybe it was only one podcast ad or one whatever. And then like the bronze package was like the cheap one. And that was just basically banners and maybe like one ad. And so kind of sent that through. And then I get the <laughs> affiliate commissions for my other stuff on top of that too with them. So that's been, that's pretty good. And that's something I'm, I've tried to replicate on the other side as well. So, but they, are you um, like just, doing the outreach? Like, are you well, doing, I'm, I'm literally just talking yeah. to the companies I'm an affiliate for that they're already talking to me <laughs> and have a relationship. Yeah, easy. Yeah. So <clears throat> I'm waiting for one coming. And then the other one I was trying to do for the fitness site. I, I'm actually, it's funny enough. I'm doing it through Jared Bowman from niche pursuits because that company has been talking to me sending me supplements and then he's now doing something with that company to do some marketing for them and then my name came across his desk and then i was talking to him about sponsorship stuff they sent it through him and he's talking to the ceo guy so it's almost like brokering the deal through there but <clears throat> that looks like they just looking... you gotta go direct to the source man <laughs> so uh, it's whatever um but i'm just trying now i think they just want newsletter placement versus just all those packages so i'm going to put something together for mm -hmm. them and then yeah, I mean, that sponsorship stuff's been pretty legit. Like, it's just guaranteed month to month. I'm also doing 40% rev share with that original company that I talked about that's sponsoring now. I'm going to write them training programs and they're going to sell them and I'll get 40% rev share. Sick. And they sell basically combat sports equipment, essentially. So <clears throat> that's that's a pretty cool thing. I'm going to get, get down that road and, and smash all that. And then I've been doing a bit of Amazon Influencer on the side as well. Obviously, that's, that's, that all, the, that's all the craze. What's that? Are you Amazon? Is it the posting the videos stuff yeah, on yeah. Amazon? On the product pages. That's yeah, like dude, I don't craze. know about the um, effort to money ratio, man. Like I saw, dude, it's completely it? passive. Yeah, I mean, you like, should videos. Like our but... our friend Jared, didn't he post like three, three, four hundred videos for like a thousand bucks? He's got like, like what is that like two hundred per hour? Two hundred yeah. something videos. Now he's doing like sixteen hundred, I think. But yeah, dude, I don't know about that dollar per per hour right there. That means I guess everything you, like from now on, I guess it's like compounding. But uh Yeah. And everything you buy on Amazon then is a tax write-off. Right? If you're gonna review yeah, I mean, it. I write it off anyways, so I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> this is not tax advice for anyone listening yeah, from yeah. Jackie. But yeah, no, influence is, is mad, bro. Like you don't even need a, a site, nothing. You just start it takes you one or two minutes to review something. You literally take like this thing that's on Amazon, you just go, you don't even have to, like usually when you're reviewing something on your YouTube channel or your article, right? You're like talking how it's beneficial mm -hmm. for the person, um, why you love it so much. This With these, you don't even do that, right? You just go in, you just talk about the features like, oh yeah, like this is the bottle. This is how you open it and close it. This is how big the hole is to drink from. And mm -hmm. like it has, it's insulated. I put my cold water in there with ice and it lasts me all day um it's this big and this is like kind of how big it looks in real life like you're literally just like talking about because people at amazon when you see something you don't really know what it's going to look like in real life or how big it is or yeah so they're going to click in anyways right that's what you mean yeah so that they're going to see it and then they're like oh, okay like like for i was reviewing some like shorts and uh rash guards and i was just wearing it. i was like yeah i'm five foot eight one ninety pounds this is how it, this is a size large this is how it fits and then you know that's like all you do and you don't have to go into mm. all the detail and all the stuff. So it's like low hanging fruit to do. Like if you're sending people there anyway with affiliate stuff, and then that's true. You have that on the page as well. Like why not? Mm -hmm. 
Um, what's the commissions on that? Is it the same as your same. Amazon? Yeah, yeah, same. Yeah, that means mine will be higher. I got to start yeah. reviewing some of my if furniture. You, if you have a rate card, bro, there's like, there's, it's a no brainer. Like, yeah, what, well, hello, I'm not in the US. How am I gonna, <laughs> how am I gonna get the products? Or do you have to? Can you? Well, do you not need you, to? If you've got buy the products, it. if you've got the products on, like most of the stuff, like that, your mic right there, that's sold on Amazon US. <clears throat> mm -hmm. So that's something you can do. Probably, maybe. You know, if you go to the Amazon app, you can take a picture of your room and it'll bring up everything that's on Amazon. And oh, then, really? I didn't know that. That's yeah. crazy. And then you just find everything in your house. You can have other people do your videos too. So you could outsource it. I don't know how, if that would be something that would last long term. That might be against, might be against TOS, right? I don't know. I don't know. Like, because for example, um, Mona does some, I do some, we're on the same channel and nice. then, but it's just her, it's just linked to her Instagram. So hmm. I don't know. And then I don't see why you wouldn't be able to get some other people involved, yeah. but how much are you uh, making right now? How many videos do you have? Right now I have like 45 videos. I don't have many videos, 45 videos. Mm -hmm. Last, last month when I started, I only had five videos up to like June 15. And then it was, and then by the end of the month, I maybe had thirty something, but did like a hundred dollars last month, and then this oh, month so $100 far, hundred dollars though, fuck, dude, I've only got forty something videos on there, man, and don't have to do dude, anything. Forty something videos, I don't know about that effort, man, because <laughs> you can't spam it. You're not into it, eh? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like it's just I don't hundred dollars for. Well, it depends what the you only review thing as well. that's um the only thing that's <clears throat> kind of enticing is like how it compounds so like you just post yeah. it once but then there's the ch there's a chance that like the freshest video gets indexed first right so for example I like somewhere down like two years down the line someone else posts like a video that means their video will appear higher than yours right or how does that I, work i have no idea i don't think anyone knows how it works i just end up on the carousel most of the time and then I mean, this yeah, one's like, like $60. Yeah. Like, for example, so, your um your products are probably like lower competition, right? Like, if I tried to review the this microphone, which is like a couple hundred dollars, there's going to be like multiple. I think I, I checked briefly. It was like, there's like 14 videos on there. Yeah, but... And that's not some, even the end. I, I've reviewed products like that and I end up in the carousel. Like, for example, I did, I did Optimum Nutrition Protein Powder. Hmm. Like, how popular is that? And I ended up in the carousel. I don't know how or why, but I end up there. Hmm. So I don't know what I don't know what the algorithm is for it. Maybe it is freshness, but you can create multiple videos. Hmm. So right. you could literally do it twice. And then you have the Inspire feet, um, app as well. I don't know how that works though, because it's like Amazon's TikTok for shopping, but <clears throat> it's all vertical video. So like typically for influence, I'll film horizontal, and then mm -hmm. I was like, okay, maybe I'll try film specifically for Inspire and upload vertical, but you can't upload directly to Inspire. When you go to upload, it just uploads to your normal creative Wait, store. What the heck is Inspire? Like, it's what do you want? Amazon, TikTok for Amazon. The hell, that sounds, okay, I so, didn't even know this was a thing. Yeah, so in the Amazon app, they have <clears throat> Amazon Inspire, and that is like, it's, it looks exactly the same as TikTok, but on each video, there's like, the little product boxes of what's on there and you can click on those hmm. and buy it. And then that person will get the commission. But I have no idea how it works because every, it says if you have videos in your creator 
dashboard, then they're eligible to go into Inspire. But all of mine are horizontal, so that doesn't make any sense. They wouldn't go in there. So I had some vertical shorts I put up, but I don't know how it works to go in there because that just seems random. You can't just but, upload um, directly to Vertical it. videos can go on the uh, listing page as well, right? Or yeah, no? they can. You can have So just shoot video, no, ver- vertical then, right? Because then it get, covers both. I don't know. I guess. I don't know. Maybe. Hmm. Maybe. So All right, maybe I'll, 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 I'll try posting a couple. Let's see. Do um, it, bro. This will be like a pure <laughs> experiment. I don't even know if it's worth like anyone's time to do this, but I guess we'll find out. We'll find out. Bro, have you seen, have you heard how much some people are making on that thing with like four, five, six, seven hundred videos? They're doing like four and a oh, half sorry. to like, to like Which eight grand. People are posting really? like over 500 videos. Yeah. Are doing one guy I interviewed was doing two and a half grand and he had, I don't know how many videos he has. And then obviously I know there's a lot of people that listen to this. That also listen to niche pursuits and I'm mm-hmm. on, I know, I know Jared has 200 something videos doing 1600. And then people he's interviewed are doing six to eight to 10 K with uh six to eight hundred kind of videos you know and that's passive man it's just like upload the videos leave it that's crazy but yeah it's a volume game for sure so um when you do those videos do you have to review that specific one or can you do like top 10 (laughs) mics and then you like mention it at number three but post that there do you know what i mean yeah but the only problem is because it's going on the product page and if you start talking about other mics it won't probably won't convert because you tag all the products that are in the video but they don't do as well as that single review because if i'm looking for that mic and i see a video and it's like here's the top 10 mics and number one is like this one and it's like well it's not the one i'm shopping for you know i don't want to know about that one or there's like 10 others but what if this what if the one on the product page is number one do you know what i mean and like you just do the same review like 10 times, but put whichever the respective one as number one, <laughs> you know, for the ultimate CRO. You could try it. I don't know. I don't know how it works. Yeah, I guess we'll, yeah, I guess we'll see. We'll see. Um, yeah. got, always got to find a way to game it, you know, it's uh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So that's pretty much, uh, I think that's everything I've been, I've been up to just to keep, trying to publish more content getting the videos out <clears throat> the amazon influencer um yeah building the memberships those are going as they are and outside of that yeah that's pretty Sick. much it what's your um how's, how's your like revenue doing is it like do it slow down during the summer or is it stagnant is it still stagnant to the right it's pretty stagnant everything's been stagnant okay. traffic's been stagnant revenue's been stagnant it's just one of those things where it's like, okay, just going to keep fucking pushing through and hope it takes off eventually. Okay, yeah. cool. Dude, one of those things. Uh, I don't know if it's it's Prime Day tomorrow, right, for you guys? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, I'm I'm so hyped. I'm so hyped. I'm going to post like the, the the juiciest screenshots in the next couple of days. You don't, <laughs> don't even know. Like it's 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 going to be nice because um, you know how I, I'm like so heavily focused on Amazon and yep. it's going to be like a foreshadowing for uh, – q4 pretty much like christmas time because like mm. every single day is going to be like that pretty much well no not but really but don't um, they say like, um prime day is even bigger than black friday on amazon i'm pretty don't sure they do I, like multiple prime days i a year? don't think I don't so even know. i think it's just one was oh, is, is this just the one that's I think crazy this is the one. Oh my yeah. goodness yeah then yeah i guess my numbers are absolutely <laughs> gonna kill um 
Yeah, yeah. man. That's, I think it'll be like a 10K day. <laughs> like just on Amazon. Damn. And that'll and be like from, a couple hundred K shipped. That's from the JV site? Yeah, yeah. JVs and uh, my own sites and uh, Far and Away, for example. Um, yeah. Dude, Far and Away is kind of killing it, man. I think yeah. like... You know how I like a couple months ago I said like something like e-commerce sites rank really well on Google. Yeah. You know what I've been doing? I th- I think I talked about this before. I'm not sure. T- tell me if I've said this before. But like I had a site that got penalized. I de-indexed that, moved all the content over to Far and Away, uh, tweaked yeah, it yeah. slightly. Dude, it's just mooning so hard. If everyone goes to farandaway.co, throw that shit into Ahrefs, like we're on the moon right now. We're gonna like and it's converting. The traffic's converting. Yeah, I mean, it's not converting into like far and away D to C sales, but it's far uh, uh, converting into like Amazon commissions. Like we're going to do like 2K this month. Um, when we first started, it was like a couple hundred dollars. It's going to do 2K this month. and then, So so what are, you, what are you reviewing on those affiliate articles? Because well, you've obviously got dinnerware. So are you just doing dinnerware affiliate? Hell no, man. Dude, I'm affi- reviewing everything. I got like, <laughs> if you guys just throw that shit into uh, HRS, you'll see. But like, like best ice <clears throat> like nugget ice maker or like best any like appliances literally any appliance like best small rice cooker you know like everything bro everything are you, are you, are you gonna try rank for like best dinnerware stuff and then put your shit at number one <clears throat> yeah but like the thing is um our site ranks in the u.s right we don't even sell in the u.s right now yeah. um but that'll be cool in the future but uh i think we tried to i don't remember what happened to it but um yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um, we're focused on the affiliate side right now because it's shit's like really going well. So I'm thinking like, do I just start buying some penalized sites in the home niche and then de-index that or even like 301 that to far and away and then just Damn. let it rock it? Um, we'll see. We'll see. That's crazy. Uh, that sounds risky to take a penalized site to your e-commerce domain. Yeah, but dude... <laughs> scared money don't make no money you know like we gotta we gotta we gotta push it to the absolute like to the line and if you don't get penalized once in a while you're not pushing hard enough trust me trust me like i'm like absolutely certain about this but anyways it's i think uh far away is flying right now so i'm like really bullish on these like um these legit businesses with like the affiliate side like you know my um the jv site that we're doing in the health niche Yo, yeah. like, have you thrown that into Ahrefs or like into like SEMrush or something like that recently? No, I haven't yet. No, not recently. Dude, it's like every single post we've been writing, top five. Um, and Dude. yeah, like our affiliate side is flying. Uh, I think we're on track to do probably this month, like 50K, which is all in. It's going to be oh, uh, pretty shit. sick. Yeah. What's your cut and- of that? um 20 to 50 percent so 50 percent affiliate 20 percent display damn. damn sick right that's pretty nuts but dude you sending all your traffic to amazon so are you sending anything to fan fuel we are dude, yeah fan fuel's not converting it has the worst right. conversion rates i've ever seen it's like one percent no and like i can i can show you the screenshots later i don't want to mention what, what, the keywords but like we rank yeah. number one for best xyz as yeah. like one of the offers, like direct offer. It's not like a tangential, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's not, and it's not converting. It's not converting. It's not converting. I don't, Dude, I don't know about, is, is it just like the audience? Cause, uh, I don't know. Um, cause there are maybe that's sales. not there. Oh, that is where it's at, you know? 
when you get those repeat sales in, yeah, the conversion rates might be higher on Amazon, but the people that come back to buy, if you build up a big enough cookie list, damn, mm-hmm. man, that's when you're just making it on autopilot. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Um, <clears throat> we got some CBD keywords coming up. And uh, oh, nice. I think if we rank for it, this is a really good opportunity because I don't know if you know, but like I used to sell CBD on Amazon before I got banned. So like, like <laughs> yeah. I still got the relationships. I got like the, um, everything Dude. set up, like she will go crazy. Cause like shout out to the, the um, CBD offers that I've been getting, which is like 50 to 60% like lifetime commissions or something crazy like that. Dude. But you know, like it's better if you own, own it, own the supply chain, right? Or like you own the- So, so, pro- so you're going to use the site, rank it for CBD, and then basically open up your own D2C or Amazon FBA CBD No, no, company. no more uh, Amazon uh, FBA okay, just, CBD. So, so, so you own just, that, just like Shopify yeah, yeah. store. Yeah, exactly. And then, and then make them an affiliate for your own CBD. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, and then give <laughs> like, give the company we're JVing with a cut, but then yeah. like grow enterprise value that way. I mean, it's Dude. like a no-brainer, right? It's like, uh, yeah. That's and I, I'm thinking about like opening up, uh, reopening up my um, supplement uh, FBA brand because, like, I, Do it. for example, I, yeah, I think uh, it was popping off before. Like, and I don't know why with all this traffic. It, it was it like, there. oh god, it was just like so much headache. Like, yeah. At one point, we just like, oh, okay, it's not worth the time. We're but like now that I think back to it, it, it wasn't even that bad. Like, we were doing 30k a month. But the profit was maybe like 15k and then split two ways with my business partner yeah like like the (laughs) headache after everything like storage and like all that is like maybe a couple grand a month and like my my business partner was like even this guy like is like even more baller than me he owns like a cbd factory you know in the us so (laughs) he's like i don't i don't have time for this let's just close it i was like okay uh didn't even try to like sell the business we just kind of closed it down so damn yeah, Bro, we'll see. Like a legit as idea, like to reopen that up and send the traffic there. You, surely you'll just with the uh, if you're ranking already for the stuff, surely you'll just rank on Amazon too, and then you just start getting am- organic Amazon sales. Yeah, yeah, um, I think so. We'll we'll see. We'll see. We'll where, see how it where, goes. Where do you manufacture stuff? Do you manufacture everything out of China? Oh, uh, we just private label, man. Like I told ah, you yeah, before, yeah. like we just go yeah. find someone nearby in the U.S. who already have it shipped. And then you order like a first batch, like a couple thousand units. You yeah. make maybe like 30, 40% uh, mar- gross margins. So that yeah. means uh, for the audience is like you throw it into your Amazon margin calculator and you make 30, 40% off the Amazon price after yeah. all like the shipping, et cetera, et cetera. So you have like some buffer to run ads and all that. Um, but yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll see if it's worth the time. I think if we bundle everything together, we can like create a couple assets that are like sellable, like one after another. Like for example, the supplement side, yeah, um, grow that into like a like a strong MRR after a year. Sell that off. Grow the CBD um, to like mm. a certain MRR. Sell that off, and then because like this 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 JV we can't sell right because yeah. it's like a stagnant. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll have to uh, think this one through. Pretty when exciting you, when though. You, I'm like, when you private label it, you, you're going to a manufacturing company, right? That manufactures the stuff and they offer private labeling. They're not an mm-hmm. actual, um, for example, mushroom blend brand that already sells their own stuff. They're just a company that manufactures it for the brands. No, they, they also sell their own stuff. They also like sell uh, drop shipping. Um, okay. like it's just when you order higher quantities, they, they do it for you. 
But um, ultimately, what you can even do is they can just pill everything for you and put it into capsules for you. Yeah. So you just bring you you order the powder from China and then they'll um they'll package it for you. Mm, or you can even like capsule it yourself. It's pretty easy actually. Yeah. But then you need like their certifications and all that for Amazon FBA. But yeah, it's like a pretty cool way to think of things. Um, Interesting. Like, that you can like sell your own. But yeah, oh. most of the time it's like you uh, do proof of concept using a yeah. private labeling in like the US because yeah. like the margins have to work in the US because it'll only go up from there, right? Like for example, yeah. if you private label in the US, margins are like 20, 30%. You know that it'll go up in the future. If you source from China, it'll be like 40, 50%. Yeah. Um, and the, the quality is just as good. That's, I mean, private labelers, that's what they do. They yeah. like... Uh, import from China and then sell like the middleman for you. Yeah, exactly. Would would you expand the the line? Like, would you expand and just go into a whole lot of different supplements then for it? For everything that you're making, everything that we can rank for, dude. Come on, you know me. (laughs) Stop messing around, James. (laughs) Bro, that sounds insane. Start selling protein too. Oh yeah, do it, man. Hell yeah. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, like, protein is so. uh, People are so picky with the. taste of protein you know that you need like yeah. some chemists in there i think and, like well, that's they, the thing with private labeling, you can't do any r&d right you just have to take their formulation of flavors mm-hmm. yeah 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 pretty much pretty much but i can imagine yeah. the process to develop your own will be so damn expensive and time consuming you got to have like you got to be really in it to build a brand to go down that road versus just i mean that's it, not like, true you can uh you don't have to build a brand on <laughs> fba you can just sell it on FBA. People will just buy whatever is cheapest. But, but would you take the time to go through the R&D process of having to test flavors, test formulations, et cetera? Oh, um, formulations, yes. But uh, flavors, no. Flavors is too like subjective or objective, which one, whichever yeah. one it is. Um, <laughs> subjective. Yeah, subjective. <laughs> I don't even know. Um, but speaking of flavor, dude, I, have you you know Optimum Nutrition, right? I yep. recently bought this like pro- this is so like random like the audience probably like zoning out now but like I tried this protein bar from Optimum Nutrition it's like it tastes like Rice Krispies like straight up it's like the s'mores flavor it's absurd probably it's because so it good. is Rice Krispies covered in yeah. chocolate with a bit of protein in there no it's uh like two hundred <laughs> calories like yeah it's all fiber sugars or whatever yeah um but yeah it's uh I'm like surprised how t- good it tastes nowadays like. Back when I used to work mm-hmm. at GNC, all the bars tasted like like ass, like cardboard, yep. all of them. Now uh-huh. it's like next level. Now they're like shit. chocolate bars. Yeah, it's so good. Um, <laughs> well, yo, have you um have you seen like the stuff I've been trying to post on YouTube nowadays on the Indexy channel? Yes, dude, yeah. this is like it's really hard to grow, mm-hmm. huh? Dude, YouTube is a fucking bitch, man. Like, I've been trying to grow mine and just getting shit to go to be on like the suggested fucking feed and have people mm-hmm. look at it and watch it is damn hard how'd your new one you, i thought your new one would crush i thought it would it was crush like, too yeah 1.7k views i mean i guess like <laughs> depends on who you're comparing to right some people may think like 1.7k is decent but it's, I, it's I don't smaller think it's than decent. your past like your past two experiment ones were quite big mm-hmm. and smaller than that but i don't know maybe yeah. it's your thumbnail i don't know well the maybe click through rate is higher higher on this than the okay the, so uh, has, case study one so it hasn't been um suggested to people in the browse features the browse feature actually is higher on um on, on the, the new, new one? one than the chat gbt haro video 
Dude, what the hell? It's because the Haro video has more people like I pushed from Twitter. Yeah. You know, do you remember when I did the reply with ChatGBT and I'll send you the, uh, I'll send you like yep. the script on how to do it. And then I yep. just send them the video so people watch the video. It's like super <laughs> scummy and like I feel extra dirty to do it. But if, dude, fuck it. Fuck it. Well, I, don't, I, re, I think I'm sure everyone respects the hustle. I got some like, I got some shit in DMs, but fuck, fuck them. It's fine. <laughs> what, what kind of RPMs are you seeing on the channel? Now that it's uh, monetized. Uh, so the chat GBT one, <laughs> for example, I, can, I don't even know how to calculate it, but we got 2.6K views on that video and I made 2.6K views and I made $8, which is pretty good, I guess, right? Was that four, around $4 per thousand views kind of thing? Yeah, I don't so know what the RPMs are. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. Four like point. Four yeah, yeah. Hmm. yeah that, it's not. I, it's I don't not even great. know what's normal. Not what's normal on YouTube. Do people get like up to over like in the double digits, tens, twenties? I don't know. I would have to ask around. I'm sure some people do it there. Like for example, yeah. my recent one where I did uh, 1.7k views. That was four dollars. So that's actually right. higher in RPMs. Hmm. I think. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I think I'll I'll keep trying to do these and then like see if it grows. Because yeah. like I think there's something there. I think it's like a good way to get uh additional viewers for the pod also. Cause I noticed yeah. um after the ChatGBT video, our podcast afterwards with Vibov like kind of popped off too. But mm. I'm, I'm not I'm not sure. But it might it might be the episode was also good because like it might be Vibov's fans. Yeah, yeah. He also like sent his like uh, whole list to the YouTube video. Oh, so nice. Who knows? But yo, that was a good episode, huh? I think people really liked that one. Yeah, I'm not sure. sure if you saw the um, comments, but like no, one I guy even yet. threatened me. He's like, he like messaged Vibov. Is like, yo, the guy oh, like yeah, shit I saw on you. That one. <laughs> yo, dude, people need to calm down, man. I think it's uh, these people like keyboard warriors are really intense, huh? <laughs> well there's gonna be a mini episode dropping out this week too is that the one with david this week or is it it is right uh yeah it, it should be tomorrow tomorrow oh yeah sick for anyone listening that that's the previous owner now just ceo of barbend one of the biggest yeah. fitness websites that was that was pretty killer but um did you obviously the biggest news in the in the niche website space is about niche website builders going yeah. uh into administration that's pretty nuts man i think everyone's kind of talked about it now so we might be a little late to the game but i mean i was hosting their podcast of course and crazy i i got a i was supposed to call with them uh a couple of weeks ago and then i scheduled it for tuesday morning and then got a message tuesday morning saying they had to cancel and then on the same message saying uh we have to stop recording the podcast as well to reassess where they'll go in the future. I was like, cool, that's no problem. Um, and then obviously later that day or the following day, then there's screenshots of the administration message on the website and on Twitter and things. I was like, oh shit, didn't expect this coming. So that's pretty much the end of the niche website builders podcast. Yeah. That's <laughs> right. It's uh, the beginning of a new era. Um, but yeah. what do you, what are your thoughts on it? How was like working with the owners? I forgot the names. Is it something Adam, Mark? Adam, Adam and Mark. No, it was, yeah. that was legit. I had free reign and I was just doing, bringing on any guests that I wanted. And then mm -hmm. everything else in the back end was they had the staff doing. So I'd literally just invite the guest, record it, get their screenshot, uh, profile picture, add the title, fill in the spreadsheet, 
with whatever and add the links to the Google Drive with the photo and they had editors that did the rest. So it was, yeah. a, it was pretty sweet, man. Like it was run well. Obviously that podcast is one of them. Like within the space, there's only a, a few podcasts that I really listen to, right? Like you've got Niche Website Builders, Niche Pursuits, and then I guess this one now, Indexy. Mm-hmm. But like outside of that, there's not much else within that specific space. Yeah, that's true. Um, mm. What are your uh, thoughts on it? Like, how do you feel about it? What do you think happened? <clears throat> um, there's a lot of like speculation out there, but I, I have you... some thoughts of it on it. Yeah, mm. I, I think I know. I know, I know exactly what happened. Did you, like, did no you see the email me, think... they, they sent out? They said they got e... clapped by the AI. AI yeah, content yeah. killed their revenue by like seventy percent uh, this year, which is nuts. Like to think that much of a drop off, and then obviously with the overhead from all the staff on top of mm-hmm. that makes it a bit more difficult yeah pretty much i think that's exactly what happened um <clears throat> people like there's people speculating like something sketchy is happening i don't i don't, yeah. I don't think that's it nah, um I, I think it's I like don't think so either. uh they're running out with an agency business they I, I think they just scaled too quickly um they had way too much staff on like mm. on on board uh i think they mentioned like a hundred something staff how is that even yeah like necessary I don't think there's any like world where you need that many staff. Um, Unless they're counting like the writers. Contractors and shit. Yeah. But then that's like, that's like ad hoc, right? Like you just like, it's contractors. You just. Unless, unless they're full-time writers, maybe on some kind of salary that, that write content Mm -hmm. as they need to. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how it's fully set up, but yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of staff. Well, one, it's mismanagement for sure. It should never get to that stage, especially if you're an agency. So it's like some like cash flow mismanagement there. Um, so if mm. you see like a drop off in your revenue, you just got to like call half your staff or even more until it's like, yeah. it's okay. Um, and like agencies typically run on larger agencies run on like 10% margins and like smaller agencies like them. Well, <laughs> dude, at their size, they should be doing like probably 10 million plus. But I, I'm I'm guessing they're not. Yeah. So, like, they have way too much staff. Because at 100 yeah. plus, you're you're at 10 million for an agency easily, easily. Mm. Um. So they have just have way too many staff, and I'm guessing they're operating at like 10 percent margins. So like, when your revenue drops by 70 percent and you're at like a 10 percent margin, probably 10 percent free cash flow, you're like absolutely clapped. So you have to like yeah. cut everyone's payroll like immediately. I guess they didn't like turn it around <laughs> quick enough. Um, but if, if they are clapped that hard by, uh, AI, that means they're heavily like, no, I mean, yeah, yes, for sure. But they're, that means they're selling heavily, like more content than anything else. Right. That would make sense. Yeah. I always thought they were selling like more links or like site builds before. Yeah, I would have thought, I would have thought so too, but a lot of the age domains have been sitting on the site for a while. So I don't know. I, I'm not, I'm not sure how obviously it's mm-hmm. in the workings and everything, but yeah, it sounds like if AI was the main problem, yeah. Content must've been their bread and butter with, with the revenue basically for everything. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess you can argue that like a niche site build is just content, right? Keyword research and content. So yeah. most people mm-hmm. can do content with ChatGPT now for free and all you have to do is have some wordpress knowledge and then you're golden um but yeah i think there's more to come dude i think uh specifically like probably 
the writer writing agencies out there yeah there's there's a ton right um god there's a couple on twitter that uh i think will be clapped uh i don't know if i i think mushfiq also has like a writing agency i don't yep i don't remember him mentioning that it's going poorly or anything so i guess it's going okay so what's what's the pivot you take if you owned a content agency right now what's the pivot you would take in this situation would it be trying to bring the ai into your service and creating super cheap content or would it be trying to go super premium and being like i you know we we have these expert writers in these niches and this is what we do and we charge premium for it i'm i'm gonna be perfectly honest i don't believe in expert writers (laughs) it's completely useless dude like expert, the writing niche niche experts I yeah say. but like i've seen the niche expert writers like their writing is number one niche experts doesn't mean they're good writers right yeah so mm-hmm. like they might be like completely inept at writing so they could yep. be like the boringest writer of all time that means they're not writing copy that converts and then and I guess vice versa, like maybe the best writers or the most enticing writers, most convincing writers aren't even niche subject experts, but I would rather have someone who's like uh conversion driven and write the copy than uh, like a niche expert. Cause like you can do research. It's not that big of a deal. Like mm. you can sound like an expert with ChatGPT. <laughs> you can cite sources. You can like, you know, you can do your research. It's not that bad. So I think... I like for our sites, for example, like the ones that rank number one on the uh, JV site, dude, yeah. they all rank. Guess yeah. what? No one's a subject expert. And yeah. it's like in the YMYL niche. Mm-hmm. So like that pretty much goes against everything these these like niche site neckbeards are saying. Like they're <laughs> like everything. Like you guys can say whatever you want. Like I'm number one. Like you guys have been trying for years to rank for these terms. I'm number one because I have a stronger domain authority. Like this, yeah. It's just how it is, dude. Tough toenails, guys. Um, so <laughs> I, I don't. I think what they should do is, especially if you have like a content, um, content service, probably go down in pricing. Like human edited, you can argue, or mm-hmm. you could like look into. I don't know, creating another AI copywriting service, dude. It's so easy to set those up. You know, mm. like I'm going through these, you know how I'm doing the case study or like the AI test, uh, AI writer test right yep. now for the YouTube video. Yeah. Dude, it's like some of the outputs, like shout outs to our boy Vibob, but like <laughs> it's it's not great, man. It's not great. Um, Like it's, it's all about the prompt, right? At the end of the yeah. day, it's uh, all prompting. And I, I don't think it's that hard to set up something up. Well, you can, what would uh, you... Would you go down the road? Because everyone's in the AI content generation service, right? But it's all for articles, affiliate. Would you ever go down, maybe go down the road of creating an AI generator for sales pages, specifically like copyright, like market it specifically to that? Mm-hmm. So then at least you've got, I mean, there's a couple out there already, but they're very high end. Maybe you could create something like that would be like another avenue for someone to go down who has a content agency. It's like, hey, this is specifically for sales pages versus affiliate blog content. At least you have some kind of unique proposition yeah yeah and i think yeah it should should, you should niche down for sure yeah that's a good idea actually so you should do like copywriting for e-commerce companies d D to c brand uh, companies and then you write their like 
set yeah, like or something. direct response marketing or some shit like that, or like a ghostwriting service for Twitter influencers, you know, shit like that. Yeah. Or dude, ghostwriting service for threads, you know, that's just been out a week. <laughs> you can you can start like doing shit like that. Like it's not, it's actually not hard. Um, mm. Back when I was like a thread boy on Twitter, I, I kind of stopped that now. I'm sure you noticed, but um, like when we were using the, like the growth hacks on uh, Twitter yeah. with like the influencer accounts. Um, I was just like writing threads with ChatGPT, and they were like blowing up and like there were so many Damn. mistakes in it. And then people were like calling me out. I don't even care, dude. Like it's like, it's like my oh, guy, I got, I got five. Yeah. Like my guy, thanks for the engagement. Number one, number two, it's 500 K impressions on that tweet. Like, I don't even care. Like I got a couple hundred uh, followers on that. Like, it's it's so easy to set something up like that and of course like mm. so little people actually like and um one of my favorite pastimes right now actually is like responding to dms with like young guys who like reach out like for sales like hey um yeah i would like to repurpose your content on twitter or some shit like that or like hey i want to uh, ghost write for you I, I, i'm like i'm like trying to see what kind of offer works there and then hopefully i don't know in the future you just steal their hook and then just launch something <laughs> similar you know what i mean um but yeah i think uh content agencies there's a, a lot of ways to pivot like just like productize something like mm. take take a pain point and just like completely <clears throat> take it away uh, uh for example i think one thing i kind of want to launch which i told mushfiq he should launch and he i think he did but i don't know if he advertised it is like you sell keyword research and like a, a content plan to SaaS, DDC companies, so on and so yeah. forth. Um, so you do all the keyword research. For example, this uh, SaaS company does cold emailing. So you do yeah. like, I don't know, like B2B, B2B uh, emailing keywords or some shit like that. And then you come up with a content plan and then you write it for them and you post it for them. At mm -hmm. that point, you can charge like three, four, 500 bucks a month for those, for that service. Yep. Cause you take all the stress away from like a founder that's doing like seven figures who cares, dude, you know? Yeah. And that's like, I would say 50% of the work of a full service SEO agency. Cause the rest is just link building, right? Like what else mm. can you do? I guess like technical SEO on site. Uh, yeah. Uh, yada, yada. But, um, that's what I would do. That's like, kind of like the, the, the web sprint model. They do like sprints. So you'll do like a keyword research content plan sprint <clears throat> that costs you two grand. And then that's all is you that get. Ryan Stewart? yes Rubbers? i think it is yeah how's he doing like what's up with him like i i when i, I first started SEO, crush. like that's that's the guy i used to watch man <laughs> you have to get him on the pod I, I think i tried dude i, I tried oh, yeah. like yeah you, you wouldn't believe how many people i tried i even tried like a bunch of like huge youtube gurus like iman Gotzi. Oh, yeah. you know him nope. um yeah like he's like this yeah he's huge i i, I tried them all i tried them all uh but if if enough people want to speak with him i could uh pitch him again i can go hard on him like uh <laughs> there's a couple of people who like managed to get like alex hormozy onto their pod yeah but most of the time he asks for 100k but i know for what? a fact like some of these podcast people don't don't like, Does he for real ask for 100k to go on a pod yeah if he doesn't know you like if he doesn't like you he'll ask for 100k holy shit that would never be worth it as a podcast host, I don't see no. how that would ever be worth it. I think that might be worth it if it's like a conference, you know? 
Yeah. I think it's like a speaker gig. Like Obama charges like 500K. I guess Alex <laughs> Hormozzi can ask for 100. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's fair enough. Have you um have you been doing much on Thread since it opened? I, I, I posted some shit thinking it was going to get like TikTok reach because it's a new app. Bro, crickets, man. I don't know what the hell. Uh, I don't even know what the hell is Threads is going to be any good or not. No, I haven't. Um, so they benefit. So okay, too early, too early. But like for from what I'm seeing, they're benefiting the people who have the largest audience on Instagram right now. And blue ticks. Blue ticks, yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck, you know I. So you know how I bought the blue tick on Instagram, but like mm-hmm. I was like. Nah, I'm going to keep that like separate and I'm going to like post on my Indexy Instagram instead. And Indexy yeah. Instagram doesn't have blue ticks. So I'm like kind of wasting it right now. Like, what am I doing? And I already <laughs> have like a couple hundred followers on that Indexy account. So I'm not sure if I want to restart. But anyways, um, my my brother who like has like 100K Instagram followers, mm-hmm. managed to get like a couple grand in uh, threads uh, followers overnight. I think he has like three, four grand just overnight. So it's, it's like a 4% conversion rate. And I have a friend with 4 million, 4 Instagram. million Instagram followers, I believe. And she got 40, 30, 30 K followers. So that's like less than 1%. Hmm. But, um, I think like a certain percentage will always like cross over. That's like, that's yeah. what's happening right now. Um, but the, the feeds all whack. Like I keep getting all these random <clears throat> accounts that I don't follow. Yeah. And then um, you can't change. I can't. Well, I can't figure out whether how to change it. Through the settings and stuff like that. It's man. Yeah, I don't it's know. Uh, trash. I think the <laughs> the content there is like super trash, super irrelevant for me right now. But uh, I think we have to be like careful right now. I I think there's a chance they actually take over because this is what I said. I, I remember very clearly. This is what I said when um, Instagram came out with their Snapchat like stories competitor. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, this shit's like super irrelevant. I'm seeing like a bunch of random shit, but then like they managed to turn around. So I think I'm still like, jury's still out here. I'm not sure. Um, So you think Twitter and Threads coexist as two big platforms that people use? I just see Threads, it's a a clone of Twitter. Everything's the same. I think they could coexist. I think it could be like the intense people or like the B2B crowd and like political people stay on Twitter. Yeah. And uh, maybe like the f- filthy broke casuals can go to threads. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, but we'll you see. Can only have, you can only have one threads account, right? I think it is. Really? Yeah. I was talking to, to Mona because we, I ended up, we put, I came up and I put one of my accounts on there and she put her account on there. But I think she was saying you can't actually put another account on. It's only one account. But you can log out, right? And put another I think you have, well, you have to delete your account and to delete your account, you have to delete Instagram. I don't know. I could be completely wrong in what I'm saying, but I don't know if you can create one for every single account that you have registered under the same email or same, whatever it is, Instagram. Hmm. Yeah. I don't well, know we'll how see. it works. We'll see. I think um, Threads is still very early. Like I can't fully criticize it. I think uh, Zuck's execution on Threads is like second to none. Like you don't ever... Like I love dunking on him as much as I do, but like this guy's <laughs> execution is like, like world class, right? So like for example, who else could think of an think of the way that to onboard so many users? I think they're at like hundred million users, 
as alive Dang. today. That's crazy, crazy, dude. Isn't that like Twitter has like 300 million. So they're like a third of Twitter in like five days. <laughs> Something like that. So when, when did they start letting advertising on it and all that kind of stuff? Because I'm sure that's all coming. And I'm sure you'll be testing early. it out. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm going to run like a um, marketing letter ads right away. Um, mm. Because it's so low uh, CPM. Yeah, we'll, we'll see, we'll see. It will be or you think it will be? It will be, but um, they, it might just be uh, integrated with Facebook. Facebook ads. Facebook ads. So you, it's just like a, mm. a box you tick and then it'll, it'll go up, go on there. And we'll, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. The The newsletter is popping along. I think yeah. we're at like 28K sub- subscribers. Damn. Dude, it's like, uh, it's so it's kind of annoying actually. But like, you know how I, I was at 30K before? And mm. I did the migrations and I had to like call a lot of them. What a waste of money. Yeah. It's pretty much like migrating migrating from hello at indexy.com to hello at marketing.letter.com. Yeah. I lost out like on a couple grand of like. Why? Because they went cold. People go cold. Ah. Yeah, so yeah. like um, <clears throat> several, many people probably have, haven't ever, will, won't ever have to do this. But um, when you migrate domains, it's like starting new, right? So like you have to slowly move like your list from hello at indexy.com to hello at marketingletter.com. Oh, dude, that and then like a starting bitch. with like the most um engaged people. So like people who have people who have clicked links in the last seven days, yeah. You move over first and then you send from hello at marketing letter. And then people who have clicked links in the last two weeks, three weeks, so on and so forth. Mm. Like uh, clicked a link in the last seven days and opened an email, you know, open yeah. an email. And then the last one is like never opened any emails in the last like six months. And yeah. those are like dead already. They're gone. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I guess we're back now. We're back. We're back at it. Yeah, but culling them is good. It's just going to improve your open rates. Yeah, but dude, I spent so much money on it. You know, I've been spending like... <laughs> yeah, but do you expect people just to not, just to be on there forever opening emails? Yeah, I hope so. I mean, <laughs> I mean, if the content's good, so I think like maybe we have to do we have to tweak the content a bit. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think uh, we'll 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 see. Um, I'm we're 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 growing pretty quickly right now, so we'll see. Doing like five hundred to a thousand new subscribers a day right now. Holy so, shit! Have yeah, you ever thought like, about selling something after the opt-in page or something like that? We are. Um, wait, what are you well, selling? Number one, we're doing, uh, well, I'm doing like spark loop. So like what happens is like, after someone signs up, I show them like, Hey, um, here are five other newsletters we recommend. And then they're mm. all pre-checked. And if they yeah. click like, okay, I'll subscribe to these. I get paid like five times their CPA, which is typically two to $3. So I get paid like 10 bucks. So how, how much do you make usually on 500 to 1,000 subscribers a day? Or for, uh, probably for like 100 to 200 a day. Hmm. US. Okay. Um, and then, uh, then that pays for some of the ad costing. Some of it. Some of it. Some of it. Um, yeah. Not, haven't figured out like the good, like a good system yet. But what if you did like, like obviously your opt-ins, whatever the leap, whatever lead magnet is, but selling something on the other side that goes past the lead, like further than the lead magnet. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So like, I what, mean, what, like, what's the lead magnet right now? Uh, e-commerce SEO checklist. Hmm. So we sell consulting, obviously. <laughs> it's like all over the checklist. Like, yeah. Um, to speak to us here, and there's like a Calendly link. Yeah. Unless you so just have that couple. on the next page. We have that as well. Oh yeah, that's a well. thank you page. Okay. Yeah. It's like uh I would say it's pretty optimized. <laughs> so it pushes people to Calendly link to um my sales guy, also like to our podcast. Yeah. Um, so I don't hmm. know what else what else could I push? Like backlinks, I guess. But I don't mm, know. That's tough. Dude, yeah, I was just the backlinks. You know how I said I'll never like financially recover from the SC like yeah. the 10k. Dude, I'm back already. We made it back and more from from that video. Yeah, specifically, fucking crazy, dude. I think we did like twenty five k more last month because of the video directly, one hundred percent. Wait, what? Twenty five k what? U.S. dollars. You did twenty five k in like backlink sales from that one video. Well, we don't know, but it's like a twenty five k uplift randomly. No, uh, so damn. Okay, so like. Typically, we do like 15 to 20K a month on like link yeah. building sales. Like, I don't really focus on it. I know it's not, it ain't much. But then, like, last month, we did like 40K or some shit like that. Oh, Is that shit. crazy? But what about the, because you were affiliates with a lot of those ones, right? Were you on the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did, did they also bump? Uh, yeah. Rhino rank fucking mooned super hard. Yeah. I know Hatred PBN also mooned. The guy won't tell me how much he made, but um, he said he <laughs> refunded like 6k worth what? immediately why yeah yeah because he's like dude, this guy's like kind of odd right he's like um i choose to work with my customers or like i choose the type of customers yeah. i work with you know so he like refunds like sketchy links and shit yeah. um <clears throat> so i'm guessing if he refunded 6k it means he did at least 30 is that is that too much to say um or maybe Let's be conservative. Know. Maybe he did like 15K. Yeah. Um, but Rhino but Rank, nuts. I know, did way more too. Just from like 8.6K 8. 8. views on YouTube. Yeah, but you have to remember like SEOs have money. That's true. But that's insane conversion. Uh, or I guess you could say revenue off one video as well. Like to think you get 8.6K views to a blog post, you ain't doing that. Yeah, but then there's like less trust, right? And like for, yeah. for the like this the simply from the fact that the guy who's running the case study ends up at third place, not even like one or two, <laughs> is like pretty sad. And like I just like kind of reported, I was like, fuck it, whatever. And like I think enough people <laughs> felt bad enough for me that they were like, All right, I'll just I'll just give them some money. It's like a it's like a GoFundMe. They treated it as a GoFundMe and they like <laughs> <laughs> so shout out to do, you guys man. you're gonna do more experiments and then just somehow like hold the back your own people. agency and just put yourself at like four or five maybe experiment putting yourself last see what happens <laughs> yeah yeah i think so i think we'll we'll see we'll see um yeah the next case study i'm excited for the ai writer um and i think i told you last time right I'm, we're gonna do two parts um ai writer will be like how SEO friendly each AI writer is. And then the next one will be um, like, uh, I'm going to post all the articles onto a fresh domain. And then we'll yeah. revisit that in six months and see which one's like ranking high. Yeah. Like most amount of traffic. 
Mm. But I'm not sure this one will make sense because like I want to test it against like content agencies. You know yep. what I mean? Because so yep. I can like re- recoup some money. I can take some like sponsorship money. <laughs> but then because like they can't really do much. You know, they can't really, you know, for like the backlinks case study, they can give me like better backlinks. But like, yeah, how much better is the content going to be? Like, you know, there's like a ceiling, right? So yeah. I guess it's it's harder to uh, mess up here. Um, but yeah, that 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 should be a good one. When when does that come? When does the first part come out? Um, I'm gonna do it like I'm gonna try to finish it this week and finish filming this week. Nice. And then we'll go to the editors. Nice, dude. You should get an editor, right. man. Bro, I know I need to. I had an editor at one point, but I need to get one for my <clears throat> for my videos because I just edit it myself and just piece it together. A lot of all my videos. What do you <laughs> use? Canva. No, I use a uh, DaVinci Resolve now. I don't know what that is. I'm pretty sure DaVinci was a scientist, though. I didn't actually know. <laughs> but but um, I was using Adobe Premiere Pro, but then it fucked up on me when I was trying to edit videos from an iPhone. Hmm. I think it was from an iPhone. And it just like, something wouldn't work. I was like, this is bullshit. And then I found like DaVinci Resolve. It's like free. Apparently, all the mo- big movie studios use like the premium version for like movies. Yeah. And I was like, fuck, all right. And it pretty much runs the same as Adobe. And I just use that. And it does everything. Cutting. Hmm. Trimming. You should try using Canva. I've edited with Canva before. It's pretty good. Yeah, my wife does that, but I just, I don't know if I want to bother trying to learn something else now. Dude, it's Canva, bro. If I can do it, <laughs> anyone can do it. Let's, like, let's be How perfectly honest. How long does it take honest. you to edit a video on Canva? Me? I don't, yeah. I, I don't edit anymore, but um, it took me like, our first couple episodes was on Canva of the podcast. Oh yeah, but the podcast, you don't really have to edit. Yeah, we don't, not, not really, not really. <laughs> Hard to say, hard to say. You're yeah. right. Um, but probably but I need, like 15 I minutes. Get the, yeah, I need like to get an editor for, for sure at some point. Eventually, you start outsourcing. Get an editor now. Well, how much, how much do you bucks pay an editor? 400 oh, like, bucks oh, on full time, dude. Yeah. Damn. But I don't, I don't have enough videos to have someone do full time. Hmm. I have to be part time, I'm pretty sure. Because if I, for example, I do my two podcasts, which don't really need much editing, and then say another two videos a uh, one to two videos a week so what's that like eight four to eight videos on top of that so it's like uh eight podcasts and maybe so 16 videos maybe hmm. all right max yeah that's not that's not enough that's not enough yeah. for sure so it have to be part-time but you can hire people part-time as well right on yeah you can easily yeah. easily all right dude Guys, li- listen, uh, if you're on minute 58, go like the video on YouTube, um, mm-hmm. leave a comment and like, maybe like nominate some guests and I'll reach out to them, uh, preferably <laughs> with a, a decent following so we can get some, you know, extra <laughs> viewers, but, uh, not, not fully required. Uh, do let us know who we want to hear from and, uh, yeah. Subscribe guys. <laughs>